What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What up, everybody? This is Double G from Fight Game Media. Going to do a quick intro here. Before you get to listen to our Patreon show, The Boom, James B. McDaniel and Kevin Ely. This show's on the Patreon, but we are still doing uh, a free show a week in the Fight Game Media Network free feed. Now, the last few weeks, this has been a commercial free feed. That is because we lost our partnership with uh, Blue Wire, who supplied all of our ads. We are more than likely going to team up with another service, and quite possibly by next week, the free show will have ads. So, always, you can get all of our content in audio, commercial-free, patreon.com, front slash fight game media. couple announcements before we get to uh, the, uh, the boom here, and you know, all in weekend. So the boom is going to get you set for uh, what what's about to happen this Sunday. And remember, 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern uh, for the zero hour because the show's in the UK. So you're going to have to get up a little early for this one, folks. Okay, so on Wednesday night, right after Dynamite, the Dynamite show, Paul Fontaine, Jeff Hawkins, That is going to be live streaming on our YouTube channel, youtube.com, at Fight Game Media, I think is is the link. Um, The show will be live streamed, but also the audio, as always, soon thereafter on the Patreon. Also, uh, our Monday through Friday normal schedule, Scott Edwards will be back on Friday with the Five Star Joshi Show. He's also going to have a bonus show this weekend. Uh, cross your fingers, scheduled for chatting with Jim Valley of F4W Online. Um, and so that'll be a fun conversation that is specifically for the Patreon. And also, I'm going to do a preview show with uh, my good friend Brandon Draven. 
That will also be up Friday night, Saturday morning. So there's going to be a lot of content this weekend. And then when we get to All In, we're going to do a live stream post show on the YouTube channel. And then the audio will be on the Patreon. So lots and lots of content. Patreon front slash fight game media this week, all week, every week we have a minimum of five shows in the feed during the week. It's like a network. It's, it's, it is a network. It's like a radio network of podcasts. So you will never not have something uh, on a Monday through Friday that, that you listen. We're always going to have content. So uh, check it out. You'll hear the boom right now. You can hear these guys every week by subscribing to the Patreon. Uh, and we may do more things with this free feed here. It's possible that we may add, you know, kind of like a a, a bonus show, a, an old show, a historical show of some sort as a second show every week. We'll see. Uh, I'm still not sure exactly how we're going to use this free feed, but uh, we will have it. It will stick around. So... Uh, all right, let's kick it over to our good friends, James B. McDaniel, Kevin Ely, The Boom. And boom goes the dynamite. It's Tuesday morning. You know what that means. Kevin Ely and I are back with, for another brand new episode of The Boom, brought to you as always by the good people here at Fight Game Media. I'm your host, James B. McDaniel, a.k.a. Peppermint Fatty Online. Kevin, how has your week been? Hot. Hot? Yeah. Hot. I'm yeah. staying indoors as much as possible. That's a good call. I've actually turned my air conditioner off to do this show because mm. it's a very loud air conditioner. And I can already tell I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> All right. Well, if you need to get up and crank it up, you just let me know. I will. You'll be able to tell from the sheen of sweat pouring forth from my person. But hey, at um, least the hurricane hasn't hit you yet, man. And you haven't gotten an earthquake and a hurricane in the same day. I did, yeah, the the hurricane completely missed me. Um, clearly, a very interesting day in Southern California. And Kevin, I got to tell you, I'm a bad person. I now know that for sure. You're not, you're not a bad person. I was so disappointed that they didn't get just wrecked. I was like, you need to know what it's like. You need to know. But now it's got to like. A, a light rain, yeah. which they've needed a light rain for a while, I would gather. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm just bitter that just people's houses aren't flying <laughs> off because yeah. I'm terrible. Listen, we've had a re this has been a weird, weird week in pro wrestling, in my mm -hmm. opinion. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm really excited to be here talking with you about it all here tonight. I'm sorry. Here this morning, Tuesday morning. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. This point in time. Yeah, when you're listening to this. So what do we need to hit first? Uh, uh, do you want to do the Mount Rushmore? You mentioned that earlier. Yeah, let's do that before we get into this week's okay. news items. So um, our one of our good friends, uh, part of the Fight Game Media Group on Facebook, every week does a Mount Rushmore. I believe mm -hmm. the last one was name the four greatest... Um, sports teams of all time as in like mm -hmm. 86 bulls things like yeah. that 96 bulls i think mm -hmm. um and this week he just debuted today slash yesterday the the he wants people to, to put in their their picks for the mount rushmore so the top four tag team feuds 
in wrestling history. And I'd never really thought about it. To me, the first one that came to my mind, Rock and Roll Express, Midnight Express, that was a no-brainer. That was like for sure going down. And then I went with um, the Von Erics versus the Freebirds. Yeah. I didn't see a lot of that. I've seen one of the matches. Mm-hmm. I read about that a lot as a kid in in the wrestling magazines. I just know it was a really, really huge, huge deal at the time. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, who were, who were the, the Steiner brothers were my, maybe my favorite tag team? I was like, who were their big feuds? And I looked it up, and it was interesting. Apparently, they had a, I didn't remember. They had a two-year feud with Hall and Nash at the very oh, yeah. beginning, at the very yeah. beginning. But then I was like, that one doesn't stand out to me. I'd literally forgotten yeah. it. They weren't really who they used to be at that no, point. Exactly. Exactly. So then I was thinking, I was thinking about everybody. I remember them wrestling. And you can't say, like, they had a one great match against Sting and Luger. That doesn't make a feud. Yeah. Yep. So I ended up going with Doom. And they did have a very good feud. And then you, then you sauntered through the door. <laughs> With Terry Gordy and Steve Williams. Yeah. And I realized, oh, I was incorrect. You picked the right Steiner Brothers feud there. My God, was that thing brutal. That was awesome. It was so great. This is the first thing like that I'd seen. Really, I like real wrestling violence. I, mm-hmm. I experienced as a kid in Mid-South. Mm-hmm. And then it was kind of left behind until they brought in Stan Hansen and Vader. Yeah. In WCW. And then I saw Stan Williams Hansen and Gordy. Wreck Lex Luger. <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, he did. Oh my God. And so immediately those guys are my favorites. And oh, I really want to find those matches. I guess it would be on Peacock. Yeah. And rewatch some of those. Those were yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, and they're good. What was my last one? Uh my Road last... Warriors versus Russians. Yeah, Road Warriors with the Rise. That was a big yeah. one in the NWA when I was, yeah. I was a kid. I never really respected the Russians as much as I probably should have, mm-hmm. but that's the one I remember. Now, I also remember some major feuds of the Four Horsemen, but I honestly can't remember exactly who the which Horseman team it was. I always remember that's them what, yeah. going to town on the Horsemen. That's what I was always thinking. Was like, well, I've got there's got to be something with Tully and Arn, and I couldn't. Same. They didn't really have like great feuds. They were just a great team. You know, they would have short, short, uh, little short programs with people challenging them and like, you know, just an assortment of. And then when they went to WWE, yeah. They didn't really have long runs against anybody that I can. No, they had some good ones with the Rockers. Oh, man. That was good. I need to see. I think I saw those and I don't remember those. And that's a real shame. But at at the time. Yeah. At the time, I didn't realize how good the Brainbusters were. Oh, I really I, yeah. didn't. I was yeah, a little too were... young. But you, like later, rewatching, I was like, "Oh my god, these guys they, are phenomenal." Yeah, they were my favorites. Still are my favorites. And probably why I love FTR so much because they're basically a tribute act. But yeah, uh, yeah, I had so Steiner's and Williams and Gordy because you know Williams and Gordy was the rivalry when I first got into wrestling as a young like preteen. Yeah. You know, yeah. it was the Battle of the Bulls, and they were just always like so to them as a team. And then I, you know, then when the Listen, Steiners came along, I'm, I was like, "That's my favorite team ever." At that point, and then when Williams and Gordy came in, it was just like, <laughs> it, you know, geez, you know, Terry Gordy taught me some very important life lessons early on, <laughs> which is don't fuck with a dude in a half shirt. Yeah, like if your shirt barely passes your nipples, right. 
Don't right. screw with that guy. Yeah, Just no. leave it. Let no, him no. go about his business. Yep, for sure. <laughs> I had a. Um, uh, I was yeah. always love. I always love the Fantastics. Yeah. Uh, and uh, same around the same time, and so they're. Uh, you had them against the Freebirds, right? I had the. I had them against two teams. So two. I had them twice on my. Oh wow! I, I didn't realize that. Against the Sheep Herders, which was like oh. the first, like you know, this like. I remember that you know, one. I remember that feud. Wars. And they probably weren't even that great of matches, but I just remember Sheepers scaring the crap out of me when I was little. Yeah. And then uh, the feud they had with the Midnight Express, which Midnight Express would have been my other favorite tag team of all time. And Midnight those was so guys, good. So, so good. good. And then uh, the Hart Foundation and the Bulldogs. British Bulldogs. That's a good one. But, like, it's funny because, like, all those were pretty much in, like, a... Th- three to four year period. <laughs> That's the thing. I think I tried to think of like, what's, you know, I thought maybe FTR and the Briscoes, but they only had three matches, but still, and there wasn't really, yeah, all the build between them was only on like Twitter. Right. And I did think about them as well. You know, I, I think if we went back and we looked at our favorite feuds, mm-hmm. we could really hone, like hone in quickly on like our prime wrestling years. Like I watched it oh, forever yeah. But yeah. there were like maybe three years there where I was, it was my number one thing. Yeah. Like wrestling was number one. Right. And uh, it's clearly the Steiner brothers era. Clearly that yeah. era. <laughs> yeah. Man, they were good. They were so good. Well, um, in other news, in, in news this week. Yeah. <laughs> actual uh, current news. Yes. Men from the mid-Atlantic territory love their guns. <laughs> We're not just talking the Glock Anderson anymore. No, no. Cash Wheeler. Yeah, talk about with, a tribute act. Oh my God! Right, charged with aggravated assault with a gun in Florida. Um, a driver reported that Cash was seen in the front seat of his vehicle with mm-hmm. some weird golden figure who handed him a gun and forced <laughs> him to start waving it recklessly <laughs> in traffic. That's all I know, Kevin. Yeah, that's yeah. all I know. Apparently he was driving around cutting people off, cut this person off, um, by passing on the shoulder, right? Which is you know ill advised, mm-hmm. but he was apparently in a hurry. Allegedly, and apparently as he was passing her, waved a gun. Oh, it was a is her. This... I don't know why I say her. I don't actually know that from the, um, huh? Police report. Uh, that could be totally wrong. I'll say because I, to I don't that know. Out. Yeah. It's not actually a police report. It's from the arraignment. I, um, I don't know why I think I could be completely wrong about that. But the other person, the accuser, right, right. said that he uh, waved a gun at them as he was passing. So he just denies it. He says that didn't happen. Apparently, though, she got his license plate, um, reported it, and then they matched the license plate to a photo, and she positively identified his photo among like a lineup of photos. So, I'll, I'll, I'll say this. So it's pretty well established that he was there driving on the road. It's just in right. dispute whether or not he actually waved a gun or had like, a, you know, I don't know, a big gulp or, yeah, you know, something like that. So I remember either the year before or the year after WrestleMania 30, mm-hmm. WrestleMania was in Orlando. And I remember the conversation amongst everyone I knew that was there, which is like 50 people. Mm-hmm. Basically, if you're ever in Orlando, bring a gun for traffic. 
Like <laughs> traffic apparently is so bad in Orlando, it's yeah. a big mistake to not have a, a gun on you at, all, at any given time. That's all I know. <laughs> so he's just yeah, yeah. But the match is still on. The match with the young bucks match still on. He's still happening he's as of right pled now. Not guilty. Yep. I would predict because it's there's no evidence. It's one person's word against another that they'd probably get him to say, "Hey, we'll drop the charge." Mm-hmm. For assault, because it can't be proven if you plead guilty to some sort of reckless driving or yeah. something like that. Some, that's exactly what I bet's going to yeah. happen. All right. Give us the second news item. This is interesting. Yeah. So report to said today. We've heard rumors uh, in the fight game group, but um, Mariah May of Stardom reportedly, Fightful reported that AEW is interested in bringing her in and signing her. Um, she, if you have not seen her is, um, really young. She just started in stardom eight months ago, maybe like last fall or last winter. Right. Um, and has just been impressing a lot of people partially because when she came in, she's a very tall, thin blonde, kind of what you would call a WWE diva model. Yes, she is. Look, Mm -hmm. um, but apparently just has been kicking ass. See, looking at her, and I remember we I'd looked her up before and I, mm-hmm. and I went and watched some of her matches and I was really impressed. I was shocked last time and this time that WWE haven't snapped her up. She looks like your quintessential yeah. like Vince McMahon dream women's wrestler, except she can also wrestle. Right. Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's the problem. She's, I don't know. she's only been wrestling for five years. She's like 25. Okay. Uh, she's from England. Um, so most of her stuff has been there, so maybe it just didn't work out. Apparently she, or, she's done modeling and was a model on the WWE shop. Huh? So they've, they've used her reason. in that capacity. Or perhaps she'll make her to debut it all in. Yeah, that would be cool, but yeah. I don't know. I don't know if we wouldn't she'll even... be clear from stardom yet. Yeah, she's still. But that would be amazing—a young British star just showing up, like put her in a match with Emi Sakura. Yeah, that would be fantastic. Or have—I mean, there's a mi- one stone right there. Oh my God! What if they just stole the whole Santino Morella bit? And she's just front row and gets into it with <laughs> Tony Storm. Yeah, I would. That would be uh, good. I would hate that. But that's jumps not, the rail. Yeah, just jumps the rail, starts yeah. lighting him up. Another tidbit when up. I was when I was reading about her. Uh, today about her background recently before going to stardom, she was tag team partner to Harley Cameron. No. Yeah. That's wild. They were a team called Sirens Fury. Oh my God. So feel that, that would be bones. Yeah. That would be interesting. Put them together as an act. Yeah. I'm one. I don't know. I say bring her in totally new, but clearly I'd have, I'd have them, them wrestle each other since they know each other so well, mm-hmm. you know, either way, that's exciting. We need some fresh blood. Yeah, it's we do. clearly a really good, really good competitor. The women's division always needs new competitors just because even when it's talented, it's not deep as in when we yeah. lose two or three people, that's that affects the entire division so much. Mm-hmm. I'd love to get to a point where we have a deep, deep women's division. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, we also have a big name who's rumored to potentially be coming to AEW, and that is Edge. Even people in WWE think he may be coming to AEW. I believe his contract is it's up. 
but with the 90 days, it would end early to mid September. And there've been rumors he might, if he did make the jump, then he'd be making his debut at Arthur Ashe stadium, which I believe is September 20th. I could be off, but I think that's right. That, that is a Wednesday. I can, I can confirm that much. Um, that'd be exciting. He can still go clearly a huge star. Um, I'd love it if it was again for a final run thing. We don't need Mm -hmm. to, we don't need to just be jam packed with older wrestlers, but yeah, he he's a guy that was a big enough deal to be worth it, and he's been on WWE TV so recently. Would you? Yeah. I mean, if you've got however many millions it would cost to pay him, would you rather go for a couple of young guys or or go for a one last run with Edge? I mean, I'd get him if I could. I mean, yeah. personally, as an Edge fan, I feel like he's a hundred percent WWE and probably should just finish there. Yeah, like, you know, like apparently. Uh, he he apparently he had a final date and he mm-hmm. was hoping that date was going to end up being a the a summer slam but it turned out to just be a smackdown yeah cuz he wanted to be in toronto yeah that was uh that was last friday night and he had a match right. with Sheamus. it was really good um which interesting um on friday night and saturday night the main events of WWE and AEW's live television shows were edge and christian could that be a sign, Kevin? Could it be a sign? <laughs> Love to ask Taylor Swift. <laughs> With signs she planted. Oh, man. No, I think it'd be cool. I don't know who I would... I don't know. I don't know if I'd want him around for like three years or anything, but like if he's got a year in him... Yeah. You know... Yeah, a year or two, something like that. I think I bet Kenny would love to work with him. I bet he would love that it. That could be cool. Um, I'd love to see him wrestle Sting, actually. Oh yeah. I'd That'd really like to see that. Yeah. And unfortunately I know what they would do. It would be Edge and Christian versus mm. the Hardys. Oh gosh. And, and some kind of TLC match that none of them want yeah. to do anymore. Between those four men, you got like five good knees, maybe? Yeah. At the My most. hope would be that Edge would nix that. Because he's the one who's always been like, Yeah, that's cool. Uh, those weren't worth it. Yeah. <laughs> but man, Christian still got it clearly. Yeah, man. We're having great matches. He was he was working Saturday night. He was. Um I'm gonna be quiet for one second. Okay. I keep having I don't know. I it, it feels like I need to burp, but I don't burp. So sorry about that <laughs> awkwardness. My apologies <laughs> for that. That was all on me. And I love how my way out of it was, oh, I'm gonna be quiet for a second. <laughs> You can, not, just not, her, you can just let it rip on the Not bridging into friends. anything else. What's that? We're all friends here. You can just let it rip in the <laughs> There you mic. go. Um, all right. Let's see. So now we come to the main event of the show. It's the heat, We're doing the Heat Index. It's not the main event this week. The main event is the all-in preview. It is now official. They've, they've, they're, they're putting more butts in seats than any wrestling show outside of Korea in the history of of the world, Kevin. That's right. It's official. It's official uh, and still will official. be disputed. Of course it'll be disputed. If I was if I was Tony Khan, I would go on television and say we put 175,000 butts in those seats. Yeah. <laughs> 175,000. Yeah. Right. I mean, why not? That's what Vince does. Apparently, I was listening to Brian and Dave this week. They were talking about this very thing. Mm-hmm. They were talking about how it like they've seen the emails 
where somebody reported a total number of events that was wildly inflated. Mm-hmm. And he's like, that's not enough. Get me more. And so they just started counting <laughs> all the people who were not in seats yeah. in like the press boxes and the luxury suites. And uh, they were counting the wrestlers, everyone backstage, everyone work, everybody that was, that were parking cars outside, just whatever they could do to fight, to get to that magic 90, whatever thousand events wanted. That's funny. It's so funny. It's like Trump getting votes. In Georgia. That's right. That's right. I need you to find me. Got to count them up. Thousand more votes. Got to count them up. Yeah. All right. So I am kind of excited. I I'm really excited with what they're doing with Adam Cole and MJF, and I'm surprised I am. I love the fact they're kicking off the show and during the buy-in against Auss- Aussie Open, who I now know the na- their the name of that team, <laughs> and then they're closing the show against each other. Yeah. I love it. I love it so much. Uh, also very much enjoyed their trip to um, Outback Steakhouse this week. More on that later, I'm sure. Yeah, we can talk about that now. Okay. I, I like um, yeah. I love they went they went all in. They went all in on we are going to their their home base in America. Yeah. Their to home learn base their ways. The That's right. And boy did we learn their ways, Kevin. That's right. And he With, and MJF was inspired to invent a new wrestling move the kangaroo kick that, that which we was, have not yet seen no he tried to use it he no, tried he's to got, use he got it, into position for it but aussie pulled open out of the ring or whatever <laughs> and he wasn't able to pull it off that's what happened at the end yeah it's a real shame it is but that's gonna be it, a huge moment gonna, when he hits that kick he's gonna hit that kick oh my gosh and the crowd is gonna go wild. when he like all bows up and puts his little his arms little up and <laughs> Oh, come on. Like a little bunny rabbit. Yeah, the kangaroo kick is over with me. By the way, this photo right here that we have on the screen of Aussie Open. The first time I looked at that, I was like, okay, who is is Nick Wayne tagging with here? Is that that Tom Lawler making a face? I was so confused at first. I was sure that was Nick Wayne. Or he's like a... Yeah, or Will Ospreay sent back in time. Or, yeah. You know. That could be like the Outrunner's cousin Kenny. Yeah. I could definitely see that. They uh, uh so who I don't remember who it was once said that uh um Mark I think his name is Mark Davis of uh Aussie Open is uh basically if FTR were put in a Star Trek transporter to merge into one person. That is so great because I was gonna say Especially in that photo that we're showing. He, he doesn't look that thick right here yeah he is he is though he's a if he if he had a heavy enough meal he could be classified as a satchel ass like he could he's close he's yeah, close he's close yeah um now this is good this is going to be a great match i'm making the assumption that they're going to win as in that's what i'm thinking too yeah is in adam cole and mjf are going to win this i really hope they do um if they do, however, could that somehow get them into a feud with or adjacent to the whole Don Callis thing that's going on right now with Kenny Omega, Will Ospreay, mm-hmm. and Aussie Open, mm. and the Golden the Golden, not the elite. Golden elite the 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 Golden Lovers Bullet Club Golden Lovers Yeah the, <laughs> Yeah Yep Yeah 
No, I'm, I'm curious to see if that would lead to anything if they did win. That's interesting. There's so many little threads through everything right now. Like everyone's kind of connected to everyone right now. It's really interesting. There's so, and they, I mean, and that's not even bringing up how many people Darby Allen's feuding with at the moment. Good right. Lord. <laughs> and of course, yeah. let's see, his match on the show is going to be Darby and Sting versus Swerve and Fox in a coffin match. And of course, my first thought was so much of this has been about Nick Wayne, the debut of Nick Wayne, the attack on him at his father's at the house he grew up in at the Wayne Wrestling Academy. And we've got no Nick Wayne. Yeah. Could that be because he's never realized he's got a passport in his life? Highly possible. <laughs> I don't know. Highly Maybe possible. Maybe that's actually entirely possible. Yeah. But and, and then Tony Khan tells him on Tuesday, you're going to London, son. He's like, yeah. I don't have a passport. Oh, Mr. Khan. <laughs> Oh, I know man. it's a shame that he's not going to be on. I mean, I bet he'll be in like their corner. Yeah. I'm sure he'll make an appearance. Yeah, I I, he has to, right? Yeah. By the way, by the way, I am like on a heat index scale. Mm-hmm. I'm at like a four and three quarters on this one. I'm excited of, about this one. Out of, out five, of, out of five, out of five okay. heats. Yeah, out of five heats. I'm at four, four and three, three quarters, quarters heats. heats. That's right. Yeah, this is gonna be good. I'm, oh, it's going to be so good. I can't wait. Now we have new unhinged Sting. Yep. I'm very excited about cra- oh, crazy old man Sting. Yeah. He's like old man Logan from the comic books, you know? Yeah, God is. knows what, what he's so going to do. So you said you never, you were telling me before, you've never seen uh I don't think Joker I've ever seen Sting. Joker Sting, no. Yeah. When he was in TNA, he did a whole that would be period of time where it was uh, he was basically doing the Heath Ledger Joker bit. And... uh Wow. Yeah. It's pretty well, wild. It's wild and I really liked it. I really, really liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't have if I'd seen it in TNA, so I'm glad I've avoided it. I like that he miscounted like how many days until all in and <laughs> they just said, left it. I in. was sitting there counting in my head. I'm like, is all in on Friday? Yeah. Oh my God, please don't be on Friday. I'm gonna be in the office. Yeah. And then thank Well, AEW is struggling with math thing. in general lately. Yeah, they need- I do love that he did correct him though. They just need a high school senior in the back with a TI-83. But yeah, Prince, <laughs> Nana, Prince Nana, kidnapped and frightened, corrected him yes. on national television saying it's, it's it's 11 days. I believe 11 was what it was. Yeah. Yeah, it was 11 then. Oh, my God. It's so funny. Um, oh, where? Okay. Let's go back one step. Okay. The And let's start at the beginning. Um how many heats, Kevin, do you give Aussie Open versus MJF and Adam Cole, baby? I'm going to give that four heats. I think I'm right more, there with you. I I'm think right the match will be good, but I don't think they'll overdo it because they'll have to have a big main event later. So it'll probably yeah. be kind of short, but yeah. Do it's you mostly foresee... like a setup, so... Do they hit the kangaroo kick? Do they hit the double clothesline? Yes. Do they hit them back to back? I say yes. Yes. Hit the All kangaroo right. kick. Uh, maybe a second hits one on Aussie and then another one on open. And then uh, <laughs> and then, then they line up for the double clothesline for the pin. That's the move right I there. Think, yeah. That's okay. That's how you kick off the show. All right. That's a, which is a great kickoff. My God. And I'm wondering if that'll be the only match on the buy-in, if they'll make it a longer match. They've said it. it's the only match on the buy-in. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
So it'll probably be a lengthy match. Yeah. Um, I'm sure they'll be doing a lot of storytelling as well in the buy-in. So I could yeah. see it be, being just 20, 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. That's still a long match. But then it's a Tony Khan pay-per-view that, that still gives them five hours of recovery time. Right. Before right. before right. the main. And Yeah, um, we've got we've – got, there's room because uh, they've got one buy-in match and eight main card matches. And usually they're up to like 10, 11, right? They've done 13 before. Yeah. So they've done 13. So we're either going to have really they can long have matches. matches. Oh my God. Um, okay. So the main event, then I am surprising. I'm, I'm more into this than I thought I was. Mm-hmm. I'm not quite at five heats. I'm not quite there. It, I could see it happen during the match, me mm-hmm. getting to that level, but pre-show I'm at, I'm at four, four and a quarter. I'd say about that. I'd say about like that. Yeah, a little bit more, definitely more into this one than the than the opener. But I mean, four is strong and four and a quarter. I think is strong. Yeah, but it's just not at a five. Maybe four and a half. But I think it'll be good. I think I'm just my brain's too busy trying to figure out what they're going to do instead of yeah. just telling it, "Hey, let's just watch and enjoy it." Exactly. See what happens, but it's kind of a thing where it's like pretty sure it's just it's going to have some kind of angle alert. Although my prediction will be, mm-hmm. this is my lock-in prediction. Uh, MJF beats Adam Cole and retains. Okay. They each cheat on each other. Okay. Uh, and they uh, hug it out at the end. All out ends with MJF still champion and them hugging in the ring. That'd be great. That'd be great because I would. I'd love to see this. Continue to go forward. Um, I'm really liking un- completely, completely unhinged um, what's-his-face with the neck brace. Oh, Roddy, Roderick Strong. Rod- yeah, Roderick Strong, yeah. <laughs> and I want to see him lose it even more. Yeah. Um, I wonder yeah, him kicking will- the Ferrari and then having to ice his leg afterwards was pretty funny. Kevin, I know exactly where part of this is going. Oh. These guys are going to win the tag titles. Yeah. And they're going to have to defend them against the kingdom. Against the kingdom, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's going to happen. Um, and, and then we'll see. Then we'll see. Which is like crazy. They're like basically doing their version of the bloodline story, right? Like where you've got yeah. this big main event act and who trusts who and all that kind of stuff. And it just goes on and on and on. And then I was like, just, yeah, watch them do that match on um, Honor Club. Yeah, they will. They will. Um, you know, having not seen any of the bloodline stuff, these two are definitely doing it better. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Now, I've seen I've seen a little bit and it was very, very good. It was. Yeah. And I'm confident that everyone's telling the truth when they're like, This is the best story in wrestling, maybe ever. I don't know about that. Yeah, it seems a little excessive. I'll let's say the last fifteen years. Let's let's go with that. All right. What match do you want to hit next? Uh let's do the Blackpool the Stadium Stampede match. I am fascinated. I'm like, is this gonna be a live stadium stampede? Because it's only ever been done pre recorded. As in yeah. and then pre recorded in the stadium next door. That's true. But this right? isn't yeah, a stadium next door. This is the mm-hmm. stadium these people would be in and I'm guessing they're not going to pre-record it. Cause it'll be so obvious it's pre-recorded. Yeah. I'm thinking this is going to be a, the first ever live stadium stampede. 
with almost 90,000 people in the building. So you think it might be a little more anarchy in the arena style where it's more so. contained in the open area and less think, like backs, like backs. I bet they'll still do some I stuff think, where people yeah. go backstage and I think they're going to have preset like areas. Yeah. And they're like, it's good. I think it's going to be very similar by the way. What are your thoughts about the three mystery guys, particularly the guy on the left, the guy oh, on the they left They have some hair. very specific, uh, yeah, this hair looks silhouettes there, don't they? Could that be the butcher? That could be the butcher, but I don't know if you want to put butcher in the blade and then a uh, Kip Sapien uh, yeah, that... in here. Also, the middle one looks a little bit like Ricky Starks. Could that mm. be Punk and Starks? Hmm. Because I don't believe Punk has a feud with any of these men. I know Moxley doesn't like him, but I don't think there are any issues with anybody else here. I mean, he and Eddie had some a year that's ago. Tr- that's but, true. Or but I, I couldn't ago. imagine they would want to put... This isn't that match. Well, Punk's already got a match anyway. So. That's true. I mean, so it could it could it be the golden vampire? No, I'm just like, <laughs> but these are specific heads. These aren't random yeah. heads. I don't know. I can't think of three. No. So I I think of like, you know, there's always like Shota from New mm-hmm. Japan, but I don't know if he's available. I think there there are a lot of people coming in from New Japan that weekend because they're doing a Rev Pro show the night before. So there may be people there- from there. There are also a lot of Japanese wrestlers mm-hmm. with the hair on the left there. Yeah. Um, and I'm trying to think of who those people so are. So one rumor floating around right now is that uh, it could be a good time to bring back Santana and Ortiz. I saw that today. I saw that that it, there, there could be talk of it, even though they still don't speak to each other. Yeah, apparently they still don't like each other. But I guess if it's like, hey, do you want to be on the Wembley show or not? Yeah. And it's Stadium Stampede, so it's like you, you guys probably don't even have to interact. Yeah, yeah, they they would never even be near each other. They're well they're well versed in Stadium Stampede. They've done it before. Yeah, Inner Circle did it, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, that's a good idea. It's not a, that's not the worst idea. And both guys are going to say yes. This is a WrestleMania paycheck, you know. Right. You don't turn this one down, even just based on ticket sales. You're going to get a huge payday. Right. Now, right before we started recording, I saw a couple of questions. People are questioning. Apparently, there's some scuttlebutt around of Phoenix possibly not being able to be on the show. I'm not sure, really sure what the issue is. He had a match this week, right? But he has a match this Wednesday, so I can't think it's injury. So I don't know if that's just well, a false we'll f- alarm or We'll or find out what. on Wednesday. Yeah. Oh, how many? Um, This is something I should know. I'm guessing you do. Hmm. Um. Clearly, Collision's going to be in in the UK, right? No, they're taping Collision on Wednesday. Oh wow! So that's okay. that's what that's what. So yeah, they're doing uh, Dynamite, Rampage, and Collision all on Wednesday. Good lord, that's and, a lot. And Somebody's they, getting their money's worth on those tickets, right? And probably is like falling asleep on the last thing. But it will also be, that means all the people that don't want to be around each other are going to have to be there. So there's plenty of opportunity for everything to just blow up uh, right before uh, the biggest show of the entire company history. 
Oh my god. Well, that's the way AW does things. Yep. That's the way that's the way things happen, AW. Mm-hmm. I actually just jumped into the Discord here, mm-hmm. which of course you can well, if if you're listening to this, then you are a subscriber to the Patreon. All you have to do is uh, I'm sure you're already on the Discord, but if you're not, email uh, gg at fightgamemedia.com to get into the Discord. Um, let's see. AEW. You By the good. way, I don't know what I'm looking for, Kevin. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm a little, I'll tell you, not at my best today. The oh. thing is, I've here's the thing. Everybody at work has COVID, and they're all dying of COVID. Not dying, dying, but they're right. in bad shape. I've had COVID for like 10 days now. Mm-hmm. No symptoms. Mm-hmm. Zero symptoms, except for one. That's not your one symptom, which is when I'm like, when I get, um, when I do anything even close to strenuous, I get a little sweaty. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing a lot today, not really around people other than one person. Um, but yeah, I came in and I'm like a little more exhausted than usual. Yeah. Really, like even just getting set up for the show. And then, then Kevin, mm-hmm. I made a huge mistake. Uh-oh. I think I've already told you. I'm like, you know what? Let me have things quiet for this show. I turned off the air conditioner. Yeah. I don't know if I can live without an air conditioner, Kevin. And it's pitch black <laughs> dark outside. Let me see what the let me see what the temperature is right now I'm in uh, in Albuquerque. Yeah. You give I'm me a guess. guess uh, Eighty five. That's what I thought it would be. I am shocked. I'm shocked at the temperature. What is it right now? In Albuquerque, New Mexico, or more technically Los Ranchos, the, the mm-hmm. Albuquerque, 78 degrees. Wow. Like a very, very nice 78 degrees. Let's see. Oklahoma City, by the way, the exact opposite, 87 degrees. Yeah. Yeah, yeah y'all, it is hot over there, man. It's hot, man. The only place I see on my, my list of cities here, I'm showing on the screen, the only place I'm seeing hotter Waco, Texas at 90, Shreveport, oh, Louisiana gosh. at 89 degrees. Yeah. Man. Okay. So, in a second, I may get up and go get another another cold drink. But um, Stadium Stampede, I'm excited. I, I love that we're getting different people in it. I love mm-hmm. that we're – like, listen, Trent, Chuck, and Orange Cassidy are going to be hilarious. Yeah, they're, gonna they're be good in stuff like this. This is going to be great for them. Mm-hmm. Penta is going to be great in this. I, mm-hmm. I fully believe that to my core. Eddie Kingston's going to be ridiculous. Um, let's hope they've not set up any any explosions again, um, <laughs> as they have in previous matches. And I love that it's really a comedy group and a comedy adjacent group because mm-hmm. Lucha Brothers do some wacky things. Eddie does some wacky things versus three sociopaths and God knows right. who else. Right. Who knows? I'm really excited to see who these other three people are. We're going to find out on Wednesday, correct? Uh, I believe so. I, that's they, what I believe. I don't know if they've actually said that, but I assume they will. I hope they give it to us. And, of course, on Wednesday, we're going to get John Moxley versus Ray Fenix. Mm-hmm. You know what? They're, yeah. Yeah. What if they're? What if that talk about Ray not being able to make it is just because people know Moxley's going to whip the shit out of him? 
Yeah, maybe. It's just, it's just like, no. That makes sense both ways. Like, if, yeah. if, he, if he can't be on it, that's a good way to write him out. Yeah. that That is a really good idea, Kevin. I bet you're right. If if it's something that's known, you're exactly right. They'll just have Moxley crush him. Yeah. And then they'll have any number, any one of their 30 faceless luchadors step in <laughs> for him. I'm excited about this because I like the the comedy versus the violence. I um, wonder they've if, had they've had a yeah. good build, and the fact it's likely going to be the first ever live Stadium Stampede. Yeah. Um. I wonder if I, I'm at Danielson's least not going to be ready. Is he? Dan. I wonder Ooh. if his arm's healed. I, I, everyone says it hasn't, but that's I, speculation. It July. It'd be two months. I mean, I guess that's enough for an arm to basically heal, but I don't know if it's enough to like go do a match like that. Yeah, I doubt they'd want to risk it. Yeah, but if it is pre-recorded, which is possible, that's something I, I could see them doing. Yeah. Um, you know what? They could bring him in and just put him in like a splint with a like from pinky to Kevin. shoulder, and just have him like clothesline at people with his bionic arm. That hair on the left that could easily be Brian Danielson. Could be. You know who the one on the right looks like? To, I'll tell you who these look like to me. Hmm. This and I'm, this is clearly not the people. This looks like the Butcher, Ricky Starks, and Kurt Angle. That's who these three look like. <laughs> these three heads. That would be quite, quite that would be the, a uh, yeah. wild crew. Good <laughs> lord, that'd be a, but yeah, ridiculously techn- technical crew. Also, yeah. minus the Butcher. Um, all right, how, what, how, what's your level of excitement for this one? Mine's pretty high. I'm going to go four. I'm going to go four. Okay. Yeah. So far, really strong. So far, yeah. we're good, at least good level on everything. Right. Good, good heats. Now we move on. Jericho versus Will Ospreay. This man looks like he's been he's been manning the wall for 75 years against <laughs> the White Walkers. That's right. And Chris yes. Jericho is just the final walker. Yeah. that That's probably not a bad analogy for this. No, it's, it's really not come to think of it. Um, this is going to be interesting. I my excitement level. I'm 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 excited to be seeing Will Ospreay. Mm-hmm. I, along with many others, have no interest in seeing him wrestle Chris Jericho at all. I I am, however, interested in the Don Callis aspect of it mm-hmm. more than the Jericho aspect, more than the Osprey aspect. The Don Callis part's interesting. And it gets me up to two and three quarter stars. Okay. What would have previously been two stars, two heats. I'm okay. Afraid. Two heats. I'm gonna I'm gonna say three and a quarter heats. Okay. Yeah, I know you're you're way more excited about this one than I am. I I, I just and, know that Will Osprey has been wanting this match, mm-hmm. so I think he'll really you know, and then and then just really just Will Osprey in Wembley Stadium. Against that will be a big against deal a for him against yes. a legend, and I, I assume he will be winning. Um, that I think that I'm more excited for to see Will Osprey have what I guess you would call like a quote WrestleMania moment, like a big stadium. Yeah. You know, I really hope he gets that. Like I really do. That that actually just that idea, that thought, like gives me a little like it. It, it throws another a little more Kindle. On, yeah. on the heats here for me. Yeah. Um. You know, what was that? Two and a quarter. I you mean, said two, two and, and a half. quarter. Two and a half. Okay. But I do know there is potential for a phenomenal match here. 
mm-hmm. there's potential for a killer match. Yeah, it just won't be what you're used to when you say a killer Will Ospreay match. It'll be a killer yeah, match by all different. human standards. That's also something to be a little excited about is to see mm-hmm. what a killer Will Ospreay match against Chris Jericho looks like. Right. Because I'm sure it's, there's no way these guys are going to have a bad match. There's no way. No, it'll be good. It'll be yeah. good. And Chris Jericho will work his tail off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, it is killing me. I love, I love that AEW can t- and Don Callis in particular continues to support this artist. Um, Mel Coleman, Mel Coleman art. Yeah. Mel Coleman art on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I, cause she's talked about how like she can barely pay her rent doing her art mm-hmm. and like, this is a huge thing and she loves yeah. wrestling. I really I wish she had name wait. dropped her on TV though. I really wish they'd name drop her. I really wish yeah. they'd throw her, her, her ad up there. And I hope she's getting a portion of every one of these paintings that sold on shop. Eight. I'm sure she is. She oh, has to yeah, be. I would hope so. Um, I just love, they keep using her and I hope they keep, I hope they make her like, you know, their official yeah. artist or whatever. Yeah. Um, because if they did, I would buy a lot of Mel Coleman art yeah of like commemorative to commemorate major matches uh-huh i'd buy like make some do some eight by tens 11 by 14s whatever mm-hmm. I, i'll get them and fucking and i'm sorry yeah wait i know we can cuss but i didn't mean to that's cuss so right then that was that's right that was just the louisiana comma basically <laughs> um that fucking um but i would throw them up on my wall you know pick out some of my favorite matches i'd love if they would do something like that yeah um it'd be really cool one thing that's fun is you know whenever callus they probably won't you know callus may get like his own entrance or something like that and you know callus always uses those paintings this is like screen his video screen yeah his entrance and stuff so it'd be cool to see like i don't know if it'll be that one with the severed head or some new painting of him and will osprey with their shirts off um you know, splayed on a giant video screen in Wembley. That's the thing that like this whole show, it's like, it's, it's like the shows itself, the mat, any one of these matches, most of them would not be crazy to think that's a main event on dynamite one week. No, not at all. But it's just the context of having it in that huge historic stadium that just adds, adds heats. The issue it does the the real issue when you look at this card, in my personal opinion, everyone out there, correct me if I'm wrong, as I so often am, it feels like it doesn't have a real main event. As much as I love the storyline, it's a TV with, with MJF, main event, not a historic. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. And now it could turn into, look, I have a feeling they're going to make this a five star match or better. I have that feeling. But the build has been so strange, so different. It doesn't feel like Hogan Andre right. or Sting Hogan or Sting Flair. It just, again, they don't have the big face. Right. They really don't. And I understand this might help them create that face one way or the other. Mm-hmm. But that's the it's only a, thing that, that bothers me. Yeah. Yeah. If you had that one huge match on top, mm-hmm. and even though I know for most Americans it wouldn't be, Osprey Omega would have been that for me, could have been that for me. Um, but the thing is, I am quite certain that when it happens, we are going to come out of this talking about MJF Adam Cole 
as a legendary main event, but you need that build beforehand to sell the pay-per-views. Yeah. And I am a hundred percent buying all in, which means I'm not buying all out. Mm. So, I mean, I mean, I'll, I'll find a way to watch it, but, um, this, yeah. this is, I can afford one. Mm-hmm. This is going to be the one This simply, mm-hmm. this is the one. Mm-hmm. Cause we don't even, what do we have? One match for all out right now? Two, two matches. Okay. All right. Um, I, yeah, the, the thing that we didn't really talk about their promos, MJF and, uh, Cole, they were really promos, good. I thought were great. They were, they were some of the best work these guys have done. Yeah. And, but it really did sink in. Like imagine being Adam Cole a year ago, like thinking dizzy you might in the car. Yeah. Anxiety attacks, waking up in the middle of the night, like wondering if number one, you could have a normal life again. Much yeah. less ever wrestle again. They're so now main eventing the most attended show ever in ever in wrestling history. And also, like one thing we don't think about is as a guy, like there's there's that one aspect of my career may be over. This thing I love may be over. And then at the same time, you know you're gonna be there to support your woman who is right now one of the one of the biggest female wrestlers in the world and then you're going to be living vicariously through through your woman and that's got to hurt a guy who loves wrestling as much as him you know what i mean yeah the, this this it changes the entire story of his life and then he reclaims it and yeah main event of the biggest show of all time i also i was like man when when adam cole cut his promo and uh, MJF basically said, that's a good story, but mine's better. I'm like, yeah. no, it's not. And then he told the story. I'm like, yeah. may, have been, may have been better. Yeah. May have been better. That was so, it was so impressively done. Yeah. Um, who do you want to talk about next? Um, like Golden Punk's... Vampire, maybe? Let's do it. Let's talk Golden Vampire. Okay. As much as I did not like the Golden Vampire, mm-hmm. I did like what he did, and I, I just I don't know. It's like, I, yeah. <laughs> let me try and see how to put this without using any slurs. Um, <laughs> it's gonna be difficult. I thought the outfit was so lame, yeah. and the name was so lame because yeah. literally when I saw I saw it, I saw a little clip of it online, like mm-hmm. just in passing. Mm-hmm. In passing, I saw like a half second, and I said, "Is that the, is that the yellow dog? Yeah, is that the damn yellow dog? Yeah, in AEW." But I did like what they did. I yeah. liked that he surprised Punk, whipped his ass really did quickly, it quick. did it quick because it was like two seconds after the bell rang, yeah. people started chanting CM Punk. It showed that he can beat up this giant bully mm-hmm. if he just has two seconds two seconds of surprise under his yeah. belt, you know? Yeah. Um, cause, cause, cause Joe always comes out, surprises people, bullies them, beats them up. And I love that punk did the same thing. I like the idea that I just, I don't know. I didn't like the cost. I don't know. I just thought, well, apparently, uh, this playing. is another thing that I got from the, uh, fight game discord from okay. people who have the knowledge is yeah. the golden vampire is a longstanding gimmick for like a yellow dog type gimmick where yeah. where people historically have dressed up in disguise as the golden vampire 
Uh, so it's kind of a precedent from <sighs> the old days, which is very punk. But and I respect that. Damn it! I guess I do. I I don't know. I wish it would have been. Man, it would have left a very pissed off man in WWE. <laughs> my God, he should have been the Midnight Rider. Yeah. He should have just been the mid or laser. I was thinking he should have been like the zombie. Oh my god! <laughs> like just be all or the mummy. Just have him like all taped up. Oh my! Oh, he could have been. The, he could have been. He could have been Yete Junior. Yeah, Yete oh, Junior. The Junior Yete. Yes. Oh my god! The thing. El he, Elijo. El Hio del Yete. It's the best thing I've ever heard. Oh, but he would have had to have humped Samoa Joe at one point. He would have had to. That would have well, hey, finisher. That would have had heats. Oh my god, would have added some heats. And that, I mean, talk about the just the level of disrespect, man. Um, what's your not, what's your level here? Not excited about it. Not not excited about it. It's gonna be a great match. It's gonna be a great match. So let's say, let's say three and a quarter. That's low. That's low. Thing is, again, I'm not super excited about the matchup, but I know it's going to be good. Three and a, I'm, I'm sticking with three and a half. I think it's strong, but I'm not crazy excited about it. Like if I miss it, I wouldn't be that upset, but I do want to see it. Yeah, it'll be good. I don't thing know. Is, I know, Kevin, I know. Mm-hmm. I should be at a four or above mm-hmm. with the quality of match it's going to be. Mm-hmm. But it's because Punk, I don't want to see Punk Samoa Joe. I want to see Punk Adam Page. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's fine. I'm glad they're doing this match. I'm glad they're getting this match for them, but. I'm glad yeah. it's happening on a big stage. Yeah. It's, it's something that, again, back in the day when it was the hotness, mm-hmm. it was happening on a, rel- it was happening yeah. Not necessarily even on a stage. It was happening on DVD tables. Yeah. At, at other ROH events. You know what I mean? Right. It was only being seen on DVD. Um, and so if you didn't even have a Yano hookup, you might have been screwed. And so I'm glad right. it's going to happen at the, <laughs> on this major, major level. Yeah. No, it'll be cool. I'm glad they finally put real world championship in quotes. <laughs> that, I'm glad, glad to see that. Okay. What's what's your heat on this? Um, probably three and a half. Okay, so right there with me. Yeah. All right, good deal. Yeah. Well, I'm glad to know I'm not crazy. Yeah. No. No. All right. So what do we have here next? We've got the the Golden Elite versus the Golden Bullet Club Gold. Yeah, it's an all gold match. Oh my god. The thing is, Golden I trios, know. I guess. Is it, yeah, oh, that's what they should call this, the Golden Trios match. Yeah. Um, so this is, isn't there another word that goes with Golden Elite? Because just Kenny and, no, they're the Golden Lovers. Okay, so Golden Elite, I, I get you. Yeah. All right, so that works well. You know, I really, <laughs> I, had mul- I had a lot of thoughts on Hangman Page's uh, promo outside <laughs> of the, the hospital. Qu- quote outside. Yes. Where yes, with three quote. point lighting and yeah, <laughs> yeah. next to a a, a a chain link fence yeah. and a loading door, which is right. what all ER entrances look right. like. Right. Um, and of course the being told he is a hospital, he can't have a beer. 
So he right. just chugs it and hands it to the man. Yeah. I don't know if I was supposed to pop like this was Steve Austin, but it was also like gentle and professional. Like, here you go, man. Right. I don't want to, I don't want to throw this on the ground. Right. Like no, a he's a gentleman. Bug. He's a gentleman. Exactly. An anxious I, one. That drove me crazy. Um, uh, yeah. And this was supposedly the uh, pre-tape that uh, they shot when um, Hangman was... showed up to the arena in his hometown to shoot the pre-tape and they were like, Punk doesn't want you in the building. Yeah. You know, we're going to have to go shoot this somewhere else. And And so instead of just like going outside somewhere or actually like driving up to a hospital... Yeah, just drive up they, to a hospital. Just go drive up to a hospital and shoot it outside. I'm always the driving curb up to or something. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they light this like fake looking, I don't even know. Like, it uh, just drove me crazy. It you know, just... I think you and I could both agree the vibe was off in this segment. Yes, absolutely. And that could very well explain why the vibe was off. If he had, in fact, just gotten to his hometown, his hometown arena, and somebody met him at the door and said, go fuck off, right. hangman, you <laughs> right. know, that would throw me off. Yeah. I could see being thrown off with that. Right. Um, I The one thing I liked in this was I honestly, because I'm a dumb guy, I hadn't really been... And I, thing is when i'm not watching the show and i'm not talking to you Mm -hmm. i really don't have that much time to think about wrestling like i did Mm -hmm. just a year ago yeah um it it hadn't hit me that like this is kenny omega with his two greatest tag team partners yeah i hadn't put that together and that's such a simple thing that most i guarantee the audience immediately put together but that's freaking awesome. But they I haven't, love that. They haven't given themselves the time to talk about that. No, they haven't. And that's you know? the thing. Don't, that's the thing. Don't leave it in my hands to think about it. Right. Because I'm a dummy. Tell me. Yeah. Remind me. That's the thing. Remind me. And then my mind goes crazy. Yeah. It's going through all the history of all this. Just tell me. And they shouldn't have waited that long. And it should yeah. have been. I don't even know if it should have been coming. It should have been coming from Kenny because he's the bridge between these two men. Right. Right. Um, and, and it didn't help that it came after that JR interview where, oh uh, where Kenny Omega <laughs> oh my God. said, accused oh my God. Don Callis of feeding him steroids as a young boy. <laughs> he fed- he fed him his vitamins. He fed him his vitamins. Oh my God. I know what it was. He was getting, I believe they were injectable. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. And then they get attacked and they're beating his head into the wall and the cutaways to JR. Oh my God. Just kind of like shaking his head, going like, that's a damn shame. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, not going for help. No. Not calling anyone, which is. Well, here's the thing. Not even close, by the way. He's a Bill Watts guy. Not even close guy. to the worst incident, incident yeah. of this. Oh, yeah. This was, that was just, listen, that was people taking a lunch order. In yeah. South, right? Yeah, that literally. Yeah, that literally was who wants Jimmy John's? Yeah, yeah. At, at at a Mid South meeting, and then typically it'd be like after lunch, you go like tape your head up, grab a two by four, and get after it again. Yeah, no, somebody like two guys are discussing where they want sandwiches from. Yeah. They disagree. The next thing you hear, someone scream, "Break his effing back!" Yeah, if somebody has a two by four, <laughs> this is what happened here. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> the Jr. reaction thing is jr is not supposed to be a great actor no. this isn't an attack on jr at all yeah 
It was so funny. Well, it was and just I don't, so funny. And I don't mean this as a as, as a knock on Jr. because he's no, you know, he's no, had a hard don't. time, but they shouldn't be doing that because his face literally does not show emotion because of the Bell's palsy he's had. Yeah, like he's talked about that how like people think he always looks sad or he's frowning, and he's like, no, it's that's literally. Yeah, I could be the happiest and be smiling, and my face only moves a certain amount. So it's like you you shouldn't be putting him in situations where he needs to be acting. Right. It's no, just, they, they yeah. shouldn't. That's a really good point. I had not thought of Kevin. Really good point. Um, let's see. Was there anything else on, on, well, yeah, cause we're not talking about a match specifically, right? Well, excitement for this, this match. I am, um, I'm actually pretty high. Um, I've been liking juice Robinson uh-huh. much more lately. Wanted yeah. to give people an update on that. I love Jay White and Takeshita. Um, it's I'm at, at least I think I'm at four and a half, four and three quarters for this one. Oh wow! Okay, I'm high. I'm really excited for this match. I'm gonna go four and a half. Ooh, yeah, okay. I'll go four and a half. I think it'd be really good, and I think one of the things to look forward to in it is I believe this match will be setting up a Takeshita Omega match the following week. At all in. At okay. All in. And so I expect them to have some showcase moments where they finally get their hands on each other. And I think that'll be a big moment. So I'm looking forward you know, to that. Takeshita has been full-time in AEW for less than six months. Really? I think, I think so. Like he, he, he'd been there. Since like actually, yeah. When he came yeah, back, since he was officially signed. all elite. Yeah. They've done an amazing job of getting him to a spot where he can, Legit main event against Kenny Omega. This is the time. Yeah. This will be the, this, these next two weeks will be the time that he becomes one of the top guys. Man, I'm here for it. Me too. Well, I'm, I'm, I didn't think we'd be as in sync with, um, our excitement levels for all these matches, but I just, but we are right now, this was the highest for both of us so far. Yeah. yeah, Four and a half is Uh the highest we've been. Yeah. All right. What's next? The Bucks and FTR. Oh my God. See, I should be at like a eight heats on this, <laughs> and it's not that I'm not. Yeah, like there's been no build, but I'm still really high for no build. Yeah, like if I if I'm at a three point three and three quarters or a four, if there was any build, if there was one time where these men were like, yeah, just w- one more time where they they yeah. I don't know. Up until shit, up until this point, yeah. Up until this point, they have exchanged literally six words. Yeah. Listen, when when the music hits, right now, let's say I'm at a three point three and three quarters. Let's say that. Yeah. When the music hits, I'm going to be at at seven heats on this. Yeah. Right. Like my couch. The moment when the bell rings and they're sitting there in their corners, it's I'm going to pop like a maniac. Yeah. I'm re. Okay, I went from a three seven five to a four seven five. Okay, in, in five in two in minutes, right there. Yeah, yeah. Like I, this is going to be so good. This is the one. I mean, we talked earlier about great tag team rivalries. We both love tag team wrestling. These are the best, two of the three best tag teams of the last ten years. It feels like they've been intentionally avoiding this one for a long time. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, this is the third match. I don't remember who won the first two. I just Bucks won the first great. one and FTR won the second. 
there you go. That's the way to do it, my friend. And the first one was during the pandemic. So it had like just the, you know, gotcha. And it was a great match, but it was just not, it just it was, was no hurt. crowd. Yeah. It was just hurt by the, oh, excuse me. There's so no yeah, I'm into it. I think it's going to be great. Where are you um, at on it? I'm going to go four, seven, five, four, seven, oh four point seven five heats. Look at that. Almost all the heats. Almost all the heats. Almost. Okay. Let's see. Uh, what do we have next? I don't know your order here. Oh, 18 heats. 18 <laughs> heats. Darby and right Sting now. against Swerve and Fox <clears throat> in a coffin match. Five and three quarters. Maybe six. Yeah. I'm so excited for this one. Yeah. I, first of all, I'm re- I never... We we talked a lot about how man it'd be nice if AR Fox got a little bit of a push. Mm-hmm. He's cool until I found out about his boot his lion boot situation. But like they've moved him into a main event level really, really quickly here, along with Swerve, you know, yeah. semi main. Mm-hmm. Um I love everybody in this match a lot. And I am yeah. actually super, super excited for this. Right. Nick Wayne has to be in that call. Oh, he's got to be. He yeah. has to be. And they'll probably have like a Brian Cage or, you know, yeah, some other people with shenanigans or something. I wonder, like, I wonder if the rules of a coffin match are both guys have to go in the coffin, like, but in their respective coffins before they win. I really hope they've got like a Tugboat Thomas coffin, like a double wide <laughs> coffin. They have to both go in. They have to both go. I doubt that, but my God, by the way, Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I I hope we get a moment where they try to, where they put him sting in the coffin and they're trying to get Darby into the other coffin, but stings coffin like bursts open. He sits up like the undertaker and comes out. Do you know what coffin flop is? No, no idea. Okay. Um, There's a comedian (laughs) named Tim Robinson he used to write and be on SNL back in the day. Mm-hmm. And then he had a kill. He had one of the best sitcoms on TV that nobody ever heard of called Detroiters, which can be found on um, Comedy Central streaming apps. Well, now he has a show on Netflix, which is really taken off called I Think You Should Leave. Oh, yeah. I've heard of that. I haven't seen and it. When we get off the air here, Kevin, I really want you to log into YouTube and look up Coffin Flop. It's one of the most unhinged, hilarious skits I've seen in years. And it's about a small TV network called Corn Cob TV. And their hit show is Coffin Flop, where they just video funerals around the nation and air the ones where the bottoms fall out of the coffin oh, no. <laughs> and the corpses flop on the ground. It's like wedding so, fails, but, yeah. but but funerals. And it, yeah, and uh but it starts out as like one of these like um like oh what is it like comcast is comcast is trying to remove corn cob tv and it's <laughs> and it's wanting people to call into comcast or whatever and over over coffin flop and he gets continually more unhinged and it's freaking hilarious everybody should check out coffin flop um and then i, I of course i can't now think about this match without thinking of a coffin flop yeah so what we need is for some at some point we need like AR Fox and AR Fox and, and, and swerve to have the cough, like have sting in the coffin and mm-hmm. they're like holding it up for some reason. And they're going to slam the lid. And then Darby Allen, instead of 
doing the coffin drop on them. Yeah. He does the coffin drop on Sting. And punches they, them through the bottom. They fully yeah. flop through the bottom. They do a full-on <laughs> coffin flop, um, hopefully clothed, because not everybody on coffin flop is clothed, which oh, is gosh. another part of the situation. <clears throat> um, but, yeah, that's how he saves them from uh, – Saves them from 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 losing, is just coughing, flopping right through that bad boy. Wow, yeah, I thought I've talked way too much about coughing, flop now. <laughs> no match might be better than that. So what are, what are yeah. your? Uh... Uh, literally five and three quarters. Wow, I am so excited for this match. Okay, and I'm it was it's almost all that's I I can see that it's almost all based on the the murder of Nick Wayne. That yeah. I loved that video so much. I love that segment so much, and I I genuinely like Darby. I've always liked Darby, mm-hmm. but I had a few reservations or a few things I didn't like about him. Mm-hmm. But now I'm I'm all in on Darby. Like 2023 Darby Allen is the best Darby Allen there's ever been. Oh, now yeah. we're getting unhinged Joker Sting. Yeah, uh, we're getting full. To me, on it's a shame. Psychopaths. You, I love you it. talk about big time main event. And 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 why this you know this show MJF and Cole is like a story main event, but it's not like a big yeah doesn't feel like the big big match. If they had I think if they had story, if they oh had put if they had put Darby Allen against MJF for the world title, I think it would have felt like that. I think Darby yeah. Allen's a big enough star in AEW that I think he would have felt like this was a big AEW historic main event. Uh, I mean, his name is the name of the show, All In, Allen. Like, yeah. they could do all these cool, you know. It's a marketer's dream is what you're yeah. saying. It really right. is. Um, I Like, I really don't think. I'm sure they have an internal list of their top mm-hmm. draws. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine that many people are above Darby Allen. I really can't. Oh, no. There's a reason think... that he's feuding with, like, 18 people and is on both shows. Yeah. Cause he can pull it off and he puts butts and seats at all these shows. Yeah. CM Punk is a bigger draw than Darby Allen. I don't honestly know if Kenny Omega is a bigger draw in America. I don't know. Hmm. You think he is? <sighs> they present him as a bigger star. Yeah. But when I, but like if I'm a kid uh-huh. and the Kenny Omega is oh. coming to one place and Darby's going to the other, right. I want to go see Darby. Mm-hmm. Darby's more, I like still love Kenny. Darby's mm-hmm. more interesting to me. Yeah. I don't know. I can see that. And so yeah. I, I really, outside of punk, I can't think of that many people, really none that would be a bigger draw right now than Darby. Orange Cassidy's probably close. Like I think they're yeah. on a similar level um, in that people love them. They mm-hmm. both, they love both guys. I think, I think Darby has more heat on a day-to-day basis mm-hmm. to draw people in than orange, but just everybody loves orange. Yeah, as Orange if is like he's the guy that everyone loves and is happy to see, and his matches yeah. are always great. And you're, but you're like, not like it's like fun, but you're all. That's another one though. I don't know if it'd be an all-in level, like a stadium level match, but um, you know, if MJF really is gonna be a good guy moving yeah. forward, there is a lot left on the table that they didn't do. I think Orange Cassidy going for the world title after the run that he's had would oh be great. God. Darby would be great. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. That's why I hope you're right. I really want MJF to hold that belt for a little while longer. 
Um, by the way, I really, really, truly in my heart believed Orange was going to lose the, t- the the international title on this show. Mm-hmm. The biggest show of all time, the biggest international show of all time, international title is not going to be defended. Yeah. We, that was a shock. We kind of glossed over that, but that's that just feels wrong. It me. does feel wrong. And I'm guessing injuries of some sort led them to need him more because I think they do believe Stadium Stampede is one of their signature matches. Right. To the, almost the equivalent of like a Royal Rumble type thing. Mm-hmm. And I get you, that's more important than that one title belt. But it just does feel absolutely wrong yeah. to not have that belt defended on this show. Yeah. And defended like, I would have loved to have seen like a 30 minute match against somebody big. Yeah. I don't know. Like Although, a Zack Sabre Jr. Yeah, against which, oh my God, that would have been a work of art. Even, I don't know, I could have seen it being like a rematch with Pac, even. Mm-hmm. Uh, something like that, I think, would have done really well on this show. Yeah, I think Pac might genuinely be hurt, though. Yeah, I think he is. Zach, Zach they had set up um, after Forbidden Door. Like, they had it right on the table for them yeah. to, to, to do that, and they didn't do it. That would have been an amazing match, I think. You know, it makes me wonder if it's not that Orange had to be moved that maybe they like the Zach thing fell through due to another booking perhaps maybe. because he's, if you lose, if you have that match set up and then you lose orange, you plug somebody else in, you have Zach Saber jr. On this card. Mm-hmm. The fact that they don't tells me they couldn't, they did not have him hmm. or maybe that's... just did not have him for this date. Yeah. I don't know what and that's a Zach shame. I would think Zach, <laughs> I think Zach Saber jr. Would make this a priority, but it makes me wonder if something's not going on in New Japan right then, you know? Maybe, yeah. Um, also, uh, I think it was Dave and Brian were talking about this this week, but that basically the reason this is happening so so close to all out, to all, yeah, all out, is number one, that's, is that Memorial Day weekend, all out? Labor Day weekend. Yeah, is all Labor out. Day weekend. Listen, I could never remember these holidays. I always get them flipped. I could yeah. never but um, that basically Tony Khan is incredibly invested in this being a Labor Day tradition. Mm-hmm. He wants it. He wants that to be something that 25 years people will always know all all out is on Labor Day. Yeah. And this is the one day apparently he could get he could get Wembley Stadium. Yeah. So he, has, he has had to make that decision and and, and probably know I'm going to take some pay-per-view losses mm-hmm. off this. Yeah, well, I fully believe that at the time he was hopeful that there would be some sort of deal yeah. for it to be a TV broadcast or a uh, Max or Max, yeah. something that would not cannibalize due to pay-per-views in a row and mm-hmm. and his only. So so I just looked oh. it up. Um, Zack Sabre Jr. is wrestling for RevPro the night before. So uh, he's going to be right there. He will be there in town. The night before, there's a lot of people. Well, uh, Trent Seven, Shingo Takagi, Ishii, uh, who are some other big names? We only have eight um, matches. Mickey Kevin. James. Oh wow! Um, El Fantasmo, Shibata, uh, Gabe Kidd, and David Finley from New Japan. Like, there are I, some people who who would be interesting to bring in. I'm wondering if there's not going to be one or two matches added to this last minute, or mm-hmm. surprises where maybe a challenge is made on the show. Yeah. Um, 
I would, I'd really appreciate, again, AW grew us as fans to expect surprises. Mm-hmm. So I really hope we get a good surprise. Yeah. I'm uh, at five heats for surprises, Kevin. Okay. <laughs> Just want that to be yeah. known. Yeah. Um, what was the other thing I was about to say? Yeah, let's keep going and and I'll okay. I'll remember so it when I remember next. it. Next, I think we only have one more, and it's the women's four-way: Soraya, Sheeta, Tony Storm, and Britt Baker. The photo we have is a little out of date. On it's like, uh, yeah, Tony's got know. brand new hair. Yeah, not her other brand new hair. This is the brand newest hair. Yeah, it's quite um, the look. We were talking before uh, before we went on the air about her gimmick with um oh what's her face Lexi uh, with Lexi Nair um acting like she doesn't remember her but always talking shit about yeah. the girl that interviewed her last time right like I, I remember really, that person I just don't remember that it was you yeah exactly I love that so much that yeah. really make brings a smile to my face um I hate to say this as much as I look I I always said they should sign Soraya I still think it was the right decision Think of how much better this match would be if Soraya wasn't in it. Yeah. Or if yeah. somebody else was in it. Almost yeah. anybody else. Um, like Soraya is a is a legit star, or she was when they signed her. Mm-hmm. I think she is now they've diminished her since she's mm-hmm. been back. Mm-hmm. Part of that is leaning on her wrestling. Um, and the reason I said years ago, I said if she comes back, it's gonna be with AEW was because WWE taking the Twitch money and she makes more money on Twitch than she did in wrestling. She makes so much money on Twitch. So I think it was a good move, but use her as an ambassador, uh, like have her wrestle, but on occasion, have her be maybe bigger than the division and only comes in at special certain times. Um, like WWE when they have somebody on a part-time contract like Brock, but I'd be more excited about this if Soraya wasn't in it. And I hate to say that. There's, there's, I understand why she's in the match. I understand why she should be in the match. I have yeah. zero interest in watching Soraya wrestle ever again. Imagine she's, if that was Jamie Hayter standing there in this picture. Uh, well, I think it would have been. I yeah, think it would have been. been. Um, uh, and and that's a shame. That's uh, this. Yeah, that's one of the things I'm most sad about this show is that Jamie Hayter can't be on it as champion. Oh my god! Of all the, it's it's so similar to the first Forbidden Door. These injuries, the Brian yeah. Danielson injury, this injury, right. all this stuff. And she's the, I don't know. Yeah. From the very beginning, every discussion we had about this show, we talked about Jamie Hayter yeah. every time. Yeah. Um, back I think when Soraya we were would about, still be in it. Uh, yeah, I think she would. Um, the thing is, Soraya needs to be in a, in a major, she needs to be on the, on the card. Mm-hmm. She definitely has to be on the card. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe... I don't know. Maybe hey, you do a gimmick match. Maybe you do a cinematic match with her. Yeah, but she's got to come out. Like that's that's the thing. She does she have has to, to be out, out there point. in front of the people. Good and, point. And I, I this makes sense to me that if you're going to put her in a match, you can't put her in a singles match because she is just four way cannot her. wrestle anymore. Four way protects her. It gives her a big moment. It gives the big moment to a big match being the women's title match. So I totally get it. It's just going to hurt the match itself. But you know, it's not like Britt Baker is like some. No, you know, great like, mechanic that is, you know, going to be brought down by it. Like she hadn't been doing that great lately either. 
it's like Sheeta and Storm are both at that. Like if you're rating people one through ten, yeah. like they're sevens or eights, mm-hmm. and Britt's like a a four. Yeah, but then Saray is like a two. Yeah, like Saray yeah. is bottom of the barrel. Yeah, as yeah. a professional wrestler, not as yeah. a personality, not as a star, right. not as a person, right? Just as a technical just wrestler. Yeah, yeah. And I would rather have this match than even. Sheeta versus Storm and Britt versus Soraya. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Um, let's see. So I'm at a. I don't know. I'm gonna because I don't know who'll win this. Mm-hmm. My anticipation is higher than it would be otherwise. Yeah. If I we knew for sure, oh, Sheeta's gonna dominate. Right. So I'm at like a, almost at a three, I think. Yeah, I was gonna I'll say, say that. A, I'll say a three. I'll go a little high. Heats, yeah. That's what I was gonna say. I'm gonna go a little high and say a three, but that's initially what I was gonna say. Just I don't know what's gonna come out of this. Is it gonna be is is Jamie Hayter gonna return? Is mm-hmm. uh Adam Cole gonna be involved in, in some way? Are we gonna get the return of Heel Brit? Yeah. There's lots of things that could happen. So the excitement's not necessarily for the match so much as the story that's gonna come from this match. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if there'll be a surprise afterwards, like say if Sheeta wins. I hope there will be. You know, maybe uh, Jade makes an appearance. That would be to return. Um, Sheeta versus think, Jade would be awesome. I don't think Jamie is in any place where she would probably be even be teasing a comeback, but gotcha. that would be amazing. All right, so that's it. We, that's, that's all, all the matches we have, but we have some that are still possible. Yeah, um, so I'm expecting. So it sounds like they're really leading toward Daddy Ass coming back. I hope and so. And doing House of Black versus the acclaimed Daddy Ass. And I don't know if that's going to be all in or all out, but it seems like it's happening. It's an irreplaceable ass, is what it is. Yeah. What it comes down to. There's <laughs> no, right. there's nobody else you can put in that situation. There's nobody yeah. else. It, um, how, what, what crazy world are we living in where we're like one of the key returns? That's really going to put this twenty twenty three Kevin yeah over the top is Billy Gunn returning if he comes out in the middle of a match or something like that yeah on this card that's going to be one of the biggest pops in this arena by far yeah I really believe that that'll be one of the biggest pops on the show I mean he's got to be because they you know the British fans love their chants yep that oh scissor me daddy chant I mean him coming out and listen. They've not like it was. I think it was still a mistake for them to take the tag titles off the acclaimed because it feels like ta- the tag champions are coming out when they come out. They're still so incredibly hot. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing is, could did they were they able to survive without it? Yeah, but they'd be so much bigger with those belts. Oh my god, yeah. So I kind of <laughs> do, I would love it if they won. Mm-hmm. Won the trios belts right here at this show. It'd yeah. be massive, and that would be so. Let's see. We didn't really the do scissor me daddy chance. Win. Oh, it's gonna be crazy. Oh my god! The way, kind of building on what you were saying just now with the chance that that maybe other than the ROH tag titles that could conceivably be the only title changes. Yeah, on the show because I don't. I'm predicting MGF retains in the future. I think FTR is going to retain. Okay. Uh, I think, so. think Sheeta's going to retain. Mm-hmm. I think Sheeta's going to lose it. Okay. I think she's a, they to have her as a temporary Brit? champ. I think to Britt. 
I could see that. I could see them giving it to Britt, which is crazy that, you know, the big story with Sheeta was the uh, pandemic champ. So she always felt yeah. bad. And then she finally got the one show with fans. And But now she's uh, going to have the most fans. Yeah. She finally got like the one show. With fans. The first pay-per-view with fans, she came out as champion and lost to Britt Baker. So yeah. it would be interesting if that happened again in, where she yeah. came out. But she came out from the Baker. biggest audience in wrestling history. Yeah. Lose to Britt Baker. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think MJF retains. I agree with you there. Um, I think. I think if Britt wins, Oscope then Adam loses. Cole wins. Ooh. Okay. I think you might be right on that. I don't know what's going to happen on this show, but I do know in the future we need to stick with our heat index here, but we also need to to, to predict what level like one through five, the likelihood of shenanigans in the match. Oh, there'll be all kinds of shenanigans. There'll be so many. Good Lord. There were yeah. so many beatdowns Wednesday night, man. Yeah. So many beatdowns. Okay. I am going to walk away and grab a okay. drink, a cold right. drink. You can speak about some things and I'll be <laughs> right back. So that I don't pass the hell out. Be right back. All right. So, I was upset this week um, because last week we talked about the Outrunners coming on uh, Rampage and being misused and thrown away. But yet, I was happy. So I'm just going to have to recap all this when James comes back. But uh, that we've seen uh, the former team called Bear Country, which is now the Iron Savages. Do you want me to recap when I'm... Yeah. So... The Iron Savages, one, one formerly moment. Bear Country. One moment. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. Uh, they're heating uh, up. They're heating up, but I feel that they're taking the Outrunner spot. <sighs> See, <laughs> I feel like if each one is going to be a highway patrol, yeah, give one collision and give one dynamite. Yeah. And I think Bear Country I've only seen on Collision so far. Uh, yeah, since Collision started. Yeah, yeah, I don't think they've been on Dynamite. So they're CM Punk's boys. Yeah. Um. By the way, I did not consider the background behind my chair when I got up and walked away. It's a literal nightmare. Um. I did notice. Thank God. Um. I'm interested in this new guy though. They're they're the third member that makes them the Iron Savages and not Bear Country. Jacked. Jameson. That's not right. Jack, but Jack. No. You know, I looked him up just before. Which is another thing. That guy should be with the Outrunners. He should be with the Outrunners. His, um, his Instagram is Posed Malone, <laughs> which is such a good get. Oh, that's such a good get, right? Yeah, that's, that's fantastic. Man. He's good. I mean, he's very over the top on the mic. Um, I've never heard either Bear do well on the mic. I just liked that they were big horses whipping, trying to whip people. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm excited to see where this is going and I'm okay. If they're get sacrificed every week, but they're way too big to just sacrifice every week, unless it's the monsters. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't have a problem with like a big team like that. Having, you know, competitive matches. Cause it's like, even if they're not the best team, they're still huge. They're still huge and powerful. And, yeah, and so it should take a while to beat them. So I don't know. I think they're gonna they're gonna kind of get that Otis thing going. I think where people just really get into them. 
I hope so. I would like for that something like that to happen for them. Yeah. You know, it's the reason I'm not that excited about it when I, I was excited initially about Bear Country mm-hmm. is that AEW has a lot of tag teams they never they never use. Mm-hmm. We never see Butcher and the Blade. Like we'll see him three times in a week and then we don't see him for two months, three months. Mm-hmm. And there's so many teams like that. And if they used them all, it would be great. And now they've got, what, uh, five hours a week? They've got time yeah. to use all these people, and mm-hmm. they, they're they not doing it. Yeah. Also, I, there's no good time to bring this up, <laughs> but this week on Collision, the um, announce table looked exactly like SmackDown. Yeah. It was identical. Yeah. They had the little... Uh covering on it i think yeah, yeah. everything looked the same it yeah. was it was right it was i do like their ringside though i like that because that's something mm-hmm. jim ross has talked about a lot and i believe tony Schiavone is that back in the day they were always ringside mm-hmm. so they could really see everything and now they've just got to watch their watch it on their six inch monitors right like like uh their children have just been handed an an iphone 4 that the parents <laughs> don't worry if they'll break it or not that's yeah. the situation they're in now right all right. Well, is it time for the heat index? Yeah, we really only have, I mean, because I've had the Iron Savages. You don't have other that things we kind of already talked about. Oh, that's true. So there is one thing that we still need to talk about. Okay. Oh, my God, is there ever. Yeah. Good God. That we got to save the best for last at the end of the show. Okay. But, uh, the Jeff Jarrett versus Jeff Hardy Texas Chainsaw Massacre death match, which we found out later was for the Leatherface Championship. The 27th belt yeah. in AEW. And I'm I'm being conservative. There's probably more because months and months ago there was like 25 belts yeah. in this in this organization. Um biggest surprises of the match. Not cinematic, number one. Leatherface became involved, um, murdered Karen Jarrett, and no one even attempted to save her. Not her husband. No. Not her friends. No. They watched a man attack, a six foot eight man attack her with a chainsaw. They weren't even bothered. Yeah. Yeah. There's two ways to look at this match. A work of art or hot garbage? <laughs> Where are you, Kevin? Uh, I think I think it started out as hot garbage. Mm-hmm. It was one of those like classic comedy sketches where the length of it plays in. Where you, where like it gets funnier. As it it's goes funny, longer. and then it's not funny, and then it's yeah. funny again. And I think yeah. this was like first was like okay, you know, Karen and Jeff getting doused in fake blood. And Which, then it got really the way, boring. When they did that with the lighting, it looked like shit. Like literally. Yeah. It looked brown. Right. And you were told it was fake blood, but it didn't look like fake blood at first. Right. Which uh, was slightly problematic. Yeah, it like, was pretty gross. A lot happened in the shadows. Right. <laughs> there was they did not plan that part very well. And no. I was watching on um fight. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't getting the commercial breaks. I mean, so okay. let me tell you in the picture in picture, nothing happened. Right. Uh, so it, it added to the boredom, but um, I, 
one thing about it was that um, uh, Satnam Singh in the overalls is always welcome. Yes. Um, Sanjay Dutt in his cowboy outfit that he must have bought um, in downtown Nashville that day was awesome. Right. Um, oh my God. Um, <laughs> everyone in Jarrett's crew. Yeah. They all, they are, they are truly all in. Yes. Like Jay lethal in, um, in, um, what's his name? Little guy. Sa- uh, uh, Sanjay. Yeah. Jay lethal and Sanjay always look so ridiculous mm-hmm. and they're always so great. I like these are the guys I want to see when they're 90 years old still be here. Yeah. Not the guys with the bat. Like, I don't care if they have to buy, have people carry them in, keep these guys until yeah. they're dead. I mean, look at this photo. I think I sent it to you on Twitter, but this photo of the post match of Sanjay Dutt <laughs> with his cowboy hat tipped and Jeff Jarrett wearing the leather face title as if he just won the NWA heavyweight championship. Just fantastic. Oh my Lord. Yeah. Oh my Lord. And the post-match promos. Did you see the post-match uh, promo with the Jeff Jarrett crew after yes. it, when they're all covered up and I can't and Karen, remember it at all. And, and Karen is like, can we please go home? This is the worst night of my life. Like basically none of you helped me. I'm traumatized. You know, <laughs> Yeah, no, of, no know. one helped her at all. No, and and Jay Lethal's response was, "But we won." That was so funny. Don't you see? We won. We won. That's. It was beautiful. It was yeah. so great. I loved that so so much. I was. I liked it, and then Leatherface came out, and I yeah. hated it with every fiber of my being. Yeah, that was bad. And then I loved it again. Yeah, the very I end went back and was forth. Just chaos. Uh, it's the kind of thing though, we talk about like should have been on dynamite. Like to me, that's the kind of thing that rampage should exist for. Yeah. Like they should say when, you know, Friday night, you know, parking lot brawl or Friday night, Texas chainsaw massacre match and have all these like crazy matches, like make, make, just make rampage the oddball show, either make it like the indie international dream worker dream match show combined with like wacky, um, you know, just craziness. Yeah. By the way, Kevin, for the first time in a few weeks, I did not see Rampage. Mm-hmm. And they've been doing a really great job of having something. We've talked about this, having something on Rampage every week. You kind of need to see. Yeah. What did I miss on Rampage this week? Uh, Ray Phoenix and Commander had a match probably pretty good that was pretty good but it was also every it, you could probably imagine it in your head and you would have yes. seen it. yeah so I, I would say yes if you're into that thing and you really want to see that then yes you should have seen it but also you've seen it before right even if not that particular match you just imagine a phoenix match imagine a commander match put them together it was fine gotcha and then apparently sammy wrestled a jobber mm-hmm all right. And that's it. Wait, this kid. Okay. The kid who had the birthday, was that the little kid who frequently, who was sitting 
the egg everybody fist bumped that kid everybody on Maybe. both shows yeah everybody on collision he he was standing where like if family's there that's where mm-hmm. they are or if somebody from the back is at ringside that's where they are everybody fist bumped that kid and i was like whose kid is this yeah this kid is clearly somebody on the roster son but that was it there was nothing nothing else no yeah not really wow I'm glad this is the week that I wasn't able to watch Rampage. Yeah, it's a very disposable show. Very. All right, let's see. A um, couple things from Collision. We had Ricky Starks, the manager. Yeah. Who was, in fact, not suspended for 30 days, Kevin. No. That was no. a that was a damnable lie by Tony some, Schiavone. Some miscommunication. I think Tony Khan said, hey, go out there and tell him he's suspended for a month or, or four weeks. Yeah. And Tony said 30 days because that's what you think. And then they did the math and realized, well, if we suspend him for 30 days, he won't be able to be on all in. I mean, all out. Yeah. So, so it's they 28 had to, days, which is so it's, this is such a Tony Khan thing because they could have just said, Hey, you're going to, your suspension will be over before all out. Yeah. Or, Hey, you're halfway through your suspension or two more weeks in your suspension and not pointed out the math. And it would have been fine. Yep. But Tony Khan's obsessive math brain. Yep. Could not live with the fact that he said 30 when he meant to say 28. And so they had to go out and make Tony Schiavone look bad. Hold on. Hold on. Are you talking about the same badass in those sweet shades that was <laughs> screaming and telling off MJF? Oh, we did not even talk about that. MJF and Adam Cole? Yeah. That Laying down the law as a real boss. Yeah, he was. It's just not going to be pushed around by his talent. Who was pretending to be Tony Khan behind closed doors? Yeah. I refuse to believe that was Tony Khan's voice. Oh, it was his voice. Yeah. Oh. I refuse to believe that any of the talent has ever heard that voice. No, no one's ever heard that voice. I'm trying to imagine him doing that to punk. That's Tony Khan screaming about fantasy football on a Sunday morning is what that yeah, was. Right. Not even not that's even him. his actual team that he owns. No. Fantasy. That's him <laughs> That's him ranting about WWE bots on Twitter. Yeah. Absolutely. Which by the way, he see has the proof. He has the documents. Yeah. He hadn't shown us yet. That doesn't mean he doesn't have them. Right. He's got the docs, Kevin. Yeah. He's got them. I don't doubt it. All right, let's see. Um, all right, what do we have left? I'm just uh, what's horribly coming up this week. All right, so all in Wednesday, Mox versus Phoenix, where Mox takes Phoenix out of the equation. I'm sorry, Phoenix. Phoenix. Jack Perry retires. Man, if that was the whole sentence, how sweet (laughs) it would be. Jack Perry retires the FTW title. Yep. I'm, I guess somebody from ECW, they're going to, yeah. maybe they will bring back a, you know, the ECW zombies, maybe the only one left that can walk. That might be the move. <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah. Oh, I'd be so happy. Uh, now very excited for Swerve and Fox, Swerve and AR versus Darby Allen and Nick Wayne. Yeah. But this is so close to the match that I want on the pay-per-view mm-hmm. kind of takes a little bit away. Maybe. That's what I feel about a couple of matches on this show. Okay. There's a there's a me. buck there's a bucks young bucks and Kenny 
versus the guns and Juice Robinson, which is kind of a mashup of... If you took Juice out and put in Jay, that's the big match. That's the match. Yeah, you're essentially... Yeah, I mean, you're... you're I You know, I don't know. Mainly the Swerve Fox and Wayne Allen match feels a little too close. I know it's going to be a regular match instead a too of close. a coffin match, but... Yeah. Yeah, it'll be good, though. It'll be good. Uh, then MJF and Adam Cole, they say you're going to hear from, so they'll probably just have a promo each. Um, Aussie open against the Hardys. Why not? Why not? Why not? Um, sky blue versus Ruby, Ruby Soho. I feel like we've seen that 50 times. Seven out of seven heats. (laughs) It'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Uh, Bucks and Kenny versus Guns and Juice. We'll have the contract signing with Jericho and Osprey. I'm kind of looking forward to that. That'll that's absolutely interesting. Yeah, that'll be interesting. It'll be good to see Osprey cut a promo on uh on. I, guess, I don't know if they've ever really given him time to do that. Not really. Yeah. Not on a not on AEW. Um, yeah. So what do you think we're gonna get from Cole and MJF? Do you think we've got to get one last segment, right? I don't know if they're going to put them together or just give them one. Cause it was almost like last week was the go home promo. Right. So I don't know what's really left to do. Well, maybe know. it will be that you've got, you have them listed here separately. Maybe it really will be. Yeah. They've been advertising them separately. Separate. And sometimes when they say that it doesn't mean they're actually on the show because like yeah. last week, and this may have just been because of the cash wheeler thing, but um, like last week on collision, they said, we'll hear from FTR and really what it was, was FTR voicing over a video package. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not quite hearing from them, but yeah, yeah. you can but say we will it, have, get away with it, but we will have the uh, FTR and bucks face to face interview. So hopefully they'll have a little go home segment. I hope that be, gets, gets a little like, I imagine it'll be a lot like those uh, FTR Briscoe's sit downs that they did. Yeah. At one point. So the yeah. And is- then, Go ahead. They could go really serious. Like each one talk about how the yeah. other one is the defining. Right. The def- other defining tag team of their generation. Mm-hmm. And whoever loses this is going to be losing out on yeah. that truly legendary status. Yeah. I would love to just hear them talk about that. Mm-hmm. It could be really good. On collision. There's a, I got a question here, unless you got anything else to say about dynamite. No, no. All-star eight-man tag. Yeah. Who's in that? That's all they said. Well, then. They said there'll be an all-star eight-man tag, and you will hear from the stars in London. So apparently they'll shoot some stuff. They'll record some matches on Wednesday, and then they'll have segments um, of people in London that they're going to end the show. So I'm imagining Collision will be pretty stripped down and be a lot more like a hype show than, uh, than a great episode of Collision. I would imagine show. So, but I'm okay with that. Yeah. That's this week. All right. Let's see. All out. We've got two matches right now. We have Darby Allen and Luchasaurus. Why not Christian? I don't understand. He's clearly the champion. Miro versus powerhouse Hobbs. Yeah. I got to tell you, Hobbs keeps getting bigger and Miro shrunk a little bit. Yeah. I don't <laughs> yeah. know about that one. We'll see. September 20th. We have grand slam from Arthur Ashe stadium. Potentially. With featuring Edge, but we don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Any should have been on Dynamites this week, Kevin? No, I didn't really get to catch much else. 
Well, after 10 days, it feels like COVID's actually hitting me at the moment. Mm. So from me, from COVID, from Kevin Ely, from everybody here at Fight Game Media, have a great week, everybody. Hope to see you all back here again next week. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.